0: Okay, welcome to Christianity A to Z. Uh, we are on the letter L today, and we're going to be thinking about the subject of love. And uh, we recently moved this podcast onto its own podcast channel. And you can now find the Christianity A to Z podcast channel on uh, on the various different places in which you can find podcasts. But you can still go onto our main YouTube channel to find other resources, and you can go onto our cornerstonechurchkingston.org website uh, for uh, more resources there as well. So... Uh, my name is Tom Sweetman, I'm one of the assistant pastors of the church here, and I've got my love gurus. <laughs> oh gosh, <That's>, that <laughs> sounds awful, mate. With me today, yep, you my love you experts. <laughs> uh, ben Reed, Hello. assistant pastor. <laughs> and Pete Woodcock's pastor of the church. Hello. Um, this is a sentence from a theological dictionary, and it might be a good place for us to start. Christ summarised our whole duty as to love God with our whole being and our neighbour as ourselves. But what is love?
1: I want to know what love is. (laughs) I want you to tell... Yeah, I mean, how many songs are there on love? I mean, it would be impossible to count, I guess. Love is more than a feeling. Love is only a feeling. Yeah. Something that can be felt Um, in finger and toe. I mean, the Beatles sang more about love than any other subject. I think it's hundreds of times they used love, and particularly in the end of that song... Love, love, love. Um, anyway, uh, uh, I think a, that's a great, a, great, a great passage to turn to about what love is, because it tells us, <laughs> is uh, 1 John chapter 4 hmm. in the New Testament part of the Bible, verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. And so it goes on. Mm. And it's brilliant because it starts with God. Mm. So we can't really understand uh, what real love is without going to God. Mm. And the word that is used is agape. So there's a number of words as I think we're going to come up to um, in, uh, in, the, in the Bible, in the New Testament that uh, defines sort of love. But this word is the absolute self-giving mm. uh, love of the lover, not because he finds anything lovable, in in the beloved, but that he is love, mm. and that changes everything. God is love. Mm. That there, there are three words that are, are, are change everything mm-hmm. on all kinds of levels, mm. because it, it it's what the the old uh, saints used to use that verse to show the Trinity, because agape yeah. love mm. is not a self love. Yeah. It's always a giving. It's always a looking out. So you have God the Father loves God the Son, God the Son loves God the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit loves God the Son, God the Holy Spirit loves God the Father, God the Son loves and so forth. Mm. And so there's this eternal uh, relationship of uh, giving uh, to each other. And so you have that family of love,
0: which is uh, the one true God. Mm. And as you say, that love overflows to unlovable People like us, doesn't it? Um, so, just as you were talking there, I was thinking of another passage, Romans, Romans chapter five, where, where Paul is just outlining uh, just how incredible the love of God is, and he says, uh, "Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this: while we were still sinners, Christ died for us." Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not that he loved us because we were worthy or because there was anything uh, naturally lovable about us. But more than that, we we, we were actually hostile to him mm. and had in our sin uh, despised his rule and his reign in our lives. And we didn't see anything lovable in him. And yet he loved us still and sent Christ to die for us. So that hmm. that is a a love unlike any other that we find in the world. This self-giving love even to those who
2: opposed him to his face yeah. uh, in order to bring us into to his love it is amazing. Um the, the love is the subject of films and music and everything as we've already said uh, with the Beatles and things like that. Um but it, the, the world's love is so shallow, isn't it? And um you know we can we have an expression we fell out of love oh, i fell out of love with them and it's <laughs> just it's um it, it's
1: well falling in to love is a bit odd isn't it yeah. i was walking along <laughs> i tripped up and fell into a dog muck yeah. or <laughs> i was <laughs> walking <laughs> along i tripped up and fell in love yeah, yeah it's rubbish isn't yeah
2: it? but we say the most incredible things about it i mean um at weddings you'll hear the most extravagant things about love and particularly towards the end of like a rom-com you get these uh, declarations of undying love. Mm. Uh, and it's 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 the greatest thing isn't it in the world love. It is. It has to, it has to be because it's it, God is love. Mm. Um, and yet we treat it so badly as well. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: I think just just to come back to to God. It's not that God is loving. He is. It's just a whole load of stuff about his loving kindness. Mm. It's, it's not an attribute that God sort of takes on he is love that's what it says that's why I think that sentence is is, is, is it, it's not it's not an activity of yeah. God yes. uh, he is the very definition of love, mm. and that as you say is shown to us by him sending the Lord Jesus mm. Christ to be the atoning sacrifice for us. Mm. The cross is an absolute sign isn't it mm. that God is
2: Love and it's it's just fantastic, and that's the centre of Christianity, isn't it? I was thinking actually, as you as you were reading that, uh, it struck me afresh. That that's the that's the thing that Scripture wants to take our eyes to to demonstrate God's love. Yeah. It's not this perfect sunset or the creation or no. the beauty of the world. Look or how a, much God loves you. there. someone running
1: through a you know hayfield, uh, sort of with yeah. their hair flowing. Yes, yeah.
2: It's not even look at how God's blessed you with a wife or a husband or children or a great job. Mm. That's not where you go to see God's love for you. Yeah. Uh, eyes well, should be f- focused, fixed on the cross. Mm. Uh, yes. as the place where God demonstrates his greatest love for
0: us. Yes. And that's what Paul says in Romans 5, isn't it? You know, we could finish this sentence in all kinds of ways, mm. uh, but God demonstrated his love for us in what? Yeah. You know, and you yeah. could insert all kinds of things, but yeah. the place where well, we must go, as you say, is, yeah. is to the cross. And, and um, you know, because God is love, um, every other aspect of his character is just an expression of that love, yes. isn't it? Mm. So yeah. um, his, his hatred for sin and yeah. his justice yes. is not at odds with his love. Mm. It's an expression of his love Absolutely. for what is right. Yeah. Um, because if he didn't love the things that were right, then he wouldn't be loving. But because yeah. he loves holiness and righteousness, it means he hates sin and unrighteousness and must punish it. So um, he's, he's, a, he's an integrated whole around love, isn't he? Everything mm. he does is an expression of his, his love. Mm. Um, uh, ben, as you were touching on there just now, there are, there are sort of other types of love, aren't they? Mm. I and mean, this little uh, dick, well, rather big, actually. So, sorry, so can I just, yes. try, I'm, so, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, please. Uh, no, I just wanted
1: just to come back to that, because I think that what you've just said there is absolutely brilliant. That 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 his wrath, his anger, is an expression of love, mm. and it is. It's an outpouring, obviously, of of that which is wrong and evil and lies and impure. Um, so so God is love. He's it, we we don't hear that God is wrath mm. um, or God is anger. Mm. No, from his love comes mm-hmm. comes the anger. So, so you know the Puritans would talk about God's wrath being his peculiar uh, characteristic, but it, it you know it, it it's it's not his fundamental nature, mm-hmm. um, but it mm-hmm. has to be a uh, his wrath has to be a product uh, of love. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not love at all. Yeah, because yeah.
2: the peculiar thing is is not his wrath; it's what's caused his wrath. That's what's peculiar. God is good, and there's there's no evil in Him, and yet He makes this world, and in the world there's evil. That's the pecu- That's the odd thing, not within God, but within the world. And how does a good, perfect God react to yeah. evilness? Oh, that's where His pecu His strange work. I think is, yeah. is, is how strange it's, work. His yeah, strange sorry. work yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. but um, His strange work is this wrath, because God uh, shouldn't have to deal with this, and yet here here we are. In reality, we're a fallen. Um, humanity. Hmm. Uh, how does this perfect, loving God deal with that? It's hmm. it's anger and um, holy righteousness. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and thank goodness for that as well.
0: Hmm. Sorry, mate. No no it 's fine no, I was just going to sort of because um, we 've talked quite helpfully about god 's love and, and that agape, uh, agape love that he shows, but there are there are other types of love in the Bible, um, and it 's probably worth just touching on these because I think they help us to draw the contrast more more distinctly between god 's love and other loves, so uh, we 've got this love of natural affection. You know between a mother and a child mm. um, so there's something there's something in us as part of being image bearers of God that that we know there is a natural affection towards family members um, there's a there's a type of friendship love you know the affection of friends and kindred spirits here um, there's eros uh, the attraction of desire mm. especially in sexual love um, and then there's this agape self giving self giving love mm. um, is it worth sort of talking a bit a bit about those um those, those different sort of types. I mean, I suppose lots of the lots of what we hear in our culture is that kind of eros mm-hmm. love. Is well, it the falling in, the in love must be eros, yeah, yeah
1: because it's a sensual attraction, isn't
0: mm. it? Love at and first sight. Yeah, you, you don't lust. even know them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's lust at first, sight. and and, yeah.
1: and there's nothing initially necessarily initially wrong with that. No, uh, you know, I like the way she looks or uh, whatever, and I'm attracted to her. Mm. Um, that's one step, isn't it? Mm. But if that's all Adam's. there is, yeah. then it's mm. a disaster.
2: That was Adam's experience, wasn't it, when he yeah. first saw Eve? Yeah. <laughs> that was love at first sight. Yeah,
1: she was totally <laughs> naked.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah that, that, that
1: was Eros at first sight. That was Eros yeah.
0: at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he got to know her on yeah. a few dates, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's those different types. And I suppose, I mean, one of the things that's not in here but is is massive in our culture is this loving yourself, isn't it? That's, that... That really, mm. the main battle that we've got is to come to terms with ourselves and to learn to love ourselves, whatever that means, and then we're going to find freedom and and that sort of thing. Um, that's everywhere. We were looking at we were looking at some lyrics from a song. <laughs> yeah. we, I don't know if you want to dig those out. Yeah. Um, but we hear this kind of message all the time. Well, don't we, but, about but the thing is,
1: we should know how terrible advice that is mm. to start with loving yourself. That's why we started with God is love. Mm. Um, uh, because we we have it in our myths and our stories uh narcissus mm. he you know he uh was a, a, a god in the greek mythology uh um eros uh, not eros um who was it was it eros i can't remember now uh, echo sorry echo is it, it, it loved loved him and um uh, he scorned her love, looked into the, into the water and saw a reflection of mm. himself and fell in love with himself and just gazed at himself and died. Mm. <laughs> it's not love. No. It's not a definition of love. It's not even eros, really. No. Um, you know, it's not even the, the sort of least of loves. Mm. It's just a mm. infatuation with himself uh, where he, he dies. He mm. dies of hunger because mm. he's staring at himself. Mm. So this self-love cult stuff is a total
0: disaster. It is a total Mm -hmm. disaster, and it it shouldn't even rightly be called love because... you know in order in order to love in in all of these uh types actually both the natural affection and the friendship love and the eros love and particularly the agape love um they are they they require other people i mean they're inter they're interpersonal yeah. aren't they you you need somebody else to be the object mm. of your love and affection and um, loving behaviors, the mm. idea of loving yourself goes against the very definition of love because
2: mm. it, it requires you know it requires another mm. in order to live it out doesn 't it abso- it 's the product of a godless world though isn 't it um, mm. Not that God is absent, but God has made us in his image and he is love, and he 's even said it 's not good for man to be alone because man needs to love um, other people, um, but in a society where God is thrown out the window uh, we 're still left you know, these, there's a group of people that are still left with this desire to love something and be loved by something. Mm. And they look out the window and they've chucked God out. So who is there to love them? Mm. Uh, no one. So that's why they look at themselves in the reflection. And then, do you want these lyrics by Whitney Houston? Well, we may If well. we can bear them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you a couple. So I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. And then here we go. This is them. Everyone is searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. I never found anyone who fulfills my needs. A lonely place to be, and so I learned to depend on me. Mm. Um, And then you get the, uh, I decided long ago, blah, blah, blah. The greatest love of all is happening to me. I found the greatest love of all inside me. Mm. That's just... I mean, we were talking earlier that the the root of of that (laughs) desire is so good and so right, Mm. but because to know love, you mean to know love and to feel love and to be to feel valued and and treasured. But when you throw God out the equation, who does love you in that way, you have nothing left except yourself. Mm, No, and and then that's how we're teaching. I mean, even, even. Even the most secular people would would
0: would fundamentally know that that doesn't work long term, yeah. and uh, the reason is because you know when you have a when you have a wedding or something, you would never have that red at the wedding, would you? No. Um, what people <laughs> yeah. do? We've come here. <laughs> yeah. uh, to... Well, isn't there
1: self love? <laughs> There are people doing this now, they, <laughs> yeah, marry, they marry themselves, themselves. yeah they that marry, is themselves. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. who, Look. in their right <laughs> mind would go to a wedding like that, you know, other know. than just a laugh at it,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, it's just a way of getting lots of presents, I would think, yeah um, and so uh, so what we do find though, even at secular weddings uh, would be um, chapters like one Corinthians thirteen yeah. and uh, it, it is an amazing chapter. Um, Partly because this church is, you know, is disintegrated, and they're all going on about themselves and their own gifts, and they're fighting and warring against each other. Um, And then Paul Paul writes after a whole lot of talk about spiritual gifts to champion the most important thing of all, Mm. and notice how. How they just cannot, this cannot be lived without other people. Um, Love is patient. Well, I need someone to be patient with. Love is kind. An object of kindness is required. (laughs) It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self seeking. It is not self seeking. (laughs) It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Um, and so this is uh, this is agape love uh, lived out in the church, isn't it, and in the world. Um, mm. As those who've come to know the amazing love of God in Jesus Christ, mm. uh, we should be uh, imaging and reflecting out that love to other people. Um, not a love that is self-seeking, but a love that lays down its mm. life for its friends and even its enemies. Um, and that is the... That is the whole motivation for Christian life, isn't it? Um, not that we love people in order to please God, but mm. because we so love, we so know the love of God that we want to live it out. Well, that I, does please I, I think
1: that is right. So I think if you go, if you take the best reading of that Whitney Houston song and you have someone that has been abused as a child, all the people around them that should have shown them love mm. have, have they, are, uh, they have not shown love but hate and so you've got this person that's have a massive mistrust of everyone and so they come to the point that they can only trust themselves that's that's the sort of thing that's going on there now where the christian gospel is so good is that we're saying yes we are in a wicked world you have been hurt and that's why you've got to come back to the god is love let's go back to to who God is, mm. that he is love and he's given. And Jesus is no, not like the other men that have mistreated you. He's a lover of you. He's come and died for you. He's mm. given himself for you. That's the God. Mm. And when you start to know that, you then start to love. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's, there's that, that, that love pushes you out because it's agape love, mm. which is pushed out. Mm. It's love for other people. Mm. And so as you come to know God, you yourself are becoming a person bigger than yourself, and you're learning to love mm. And, uh, and you're seeing yourself accepted in Christ with all your whatever failures you have, because Christ has atoned for all your sins and all your failures. Mm. And as you then know yourself, because you're in Christ, you're loved by Christ, you're not lovable, mm. but Christ loved you, <laughs> uh, then you have this freedom to love. Mm. And that's, that's the gospel, isn't it? Mm. That's the Christian message. Yeah,
2: because we'll look out around us and we'll see sinners... Uh, you know, we see the plank in other people's. Sorry, we see the speck in other people's eyes, but not the plank in our own eyes. And we go, "Oh, you're unlovable. You're unlovable." But that's that's how Christ changes us, because we we say, "Well, He loved me when I was filthy and sinful. Uh, therefore, I can also love these people who are also mm. sinful." There, there, there might not be anything lovable particularly about some people in our church, but yet we are compelled to love them because. We know we're just like them, and Christ mm. still loves us. Mm. And if we don't, what, what, whatever other things we may
0: have, you know, our our faith is not the Christian faith, really. Because yeah. I mean, just listen to how Paul puts this here, just a bit before. If if I give all I possess to the poor, so that's quite a sacrifice, <laughs> isn't it? That, I mean, just think about that mm. for a second. Um, and surrender my body to the flames. <laughs> Mm. i don 't know what he has in mind there martyrdom or something, or dying mm. for the faith, but but have not love, I gain nothing yeah. so you could you could give away all your worldly possessions and even submit your body to mm. martyrdom. but mm. if you don 't love the people of God in this way, then you haven 't gained anything and uh, that 's what uh, you that's get radical, with radical isn 't it oh really. it's
1: so I phenomenal, mean, mm. but that 's what you get with the sort of religious stuff isn't it? You get You get religious people that look incredibly selfless because mm. they're actually beating themselves or they're doing incredible things like giving all their money away mm. but there's a harsh unkindness mm. to their own body very often and therefore to others because mm. mm. it's based on them mm. doing stuff and not on mm. god is love that's mm. the thing isn't it
0: yeah and you know you know you know Sadly, just at the time we're talking in our culture, you know, we have seen you know this kind of stuff, haven't we? Mm. Where there's there's people who they might know the melodic line of Romans or whatever that is, mm. and 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 yet actually, if you look at the culture, uh, the ministry culture, you know, it's not love; it's yeah. abusive, it's harsh, and yet it's by bi- it knows the Bible apparently, mm. you know, and teaches the Bible. Mm. Um, and yet i think you could add that you know you know if i give all i possess to the poor if i know everything about the bible and can teach it but have not love i gain nothing you yeah. know so um, these are really important things aren't they uh, yeah. f- for us um and uh um yeah so i mean what, one thing i was just thinking sort of touched on it a little bit is um is you know when we when we talk about love for other people in in the church and love for other people in the world one of the things that sometimes might be said is um you know, I don't have to like you, um, but I've got to love you, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. which is both a compliment and also quite damning. Yeah. Isn't it? so, it's not really nice to say that. No, someone, no. is it? So, do we, do we just talk about how? Th- th- I mean, the good thing about that is it's saying, look, I'm I, I'm I'm committed to this group of people in love, and whoever they are, whatever their characters, whether we would naturally gel or not, I'm going to give give up hmm. myself. Um, but I think there's something worth maybe exploring. There is it does love always. This agape love, does it always require feelings of love? Um, Is it just a mindset, just behavior? Or, you know, what sort of thing are we talking about there, listeners?
2: Um, I think that there's probably a connection, and we'll probably talk about this, there's a connection between all of those. Because you Mm. can't, I mean, they they flow out of one another, don't they? You can't really have an emotional, mind-thinking love for someone, but do nothing about it. I mean that doesn't make any sense. If you mm. are compelled to if you're compelled by love, you will inevitably be working that out somehow. Mm. Um and I suppose that's why the Bible says you will tell people by their fruit. Um because it's the f- the fruit is the end result of what's happening mm. inside. Mm. Um and so uh if you love emotionally you will think about how can I serve this person? You will end up up doing it. Mm. Um, but I think you can sometimes not backwards engineer that, but we won't always have a kind of feeling love for someone. Um, there will be people that you, like you say, we don't particularly like, um, and we don't have natural affection for, but we, we work hard anyway at loving them. We decide Mm. to do things that benefit them and, uh, help them and quite often the lord will kindly work backwards won't he and and we'll end up having affection for people Mm. if we do affectionate things i remember hans kelder came and did a marriage course Mm. with some uh, married couples at the church and one of the things he says was um loving acts uh will foster loving feelings Yes, within you as a married couple. So if you, we would
0: often say the other way around, wouldn't we? We would say the other way yeah. around, yeah, yeah.
2: But it, it's it's true the other way around. So the more yeah. I treat my wife um, with love, and I deliberately go out to honor her and serve her, uh, that will often stoke feelings for mm. her. Mm. Um,
1: I think that is the way around of the Bible. Mm. I, think I think we've so, I think yeah. we've got it the wrong way around yeah. mm-hmm. because we we sort of think love is this amorphous sort of thing that comes over us and then I love that person yeah. and uh, then I might do stuff for them. It's, mm. it's, it's the opposite, isn't it, really? Mm. It's uh, it's an agape love mm-hmm. that's needed. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, I remember just on that, I remember hearing John Piper talking about marriage and he was saying, you know, the marriage covenant yeah. is the seedbed for love. Yes. Love is not the seedbed for your marriage covenant. Oh, that's absolutely right. In other yeah. words, you know, if you're only going to stay faithful to one another based yeah. on your... If you're love your f- intense feelings of love are the basis of your commitment yeah. then yeah. your marriage is going to fall apart yeah. it will um but if covenant and promise is yeah, yeah. Then not only will it stay together but you will find those feelings of love coming yeah. in your faithfulness to your yeah. covenant you that's know even why. if it's so so
1: so you know back about. to 1 corinthians 13 yeah. Yeah. love is patient so that's that's a working out of someone who's flipping annoying me mm. yeah So I'm not attracted to someone. I have to be patient to, because I'm annoyed. Love is kind. Well, uh, you know, I have to put that on with someone that I, you know, I don't, I don't particularly like. And that's what Christ has done for us, isn't it? Uh, There's a great story, isn't it? The great story I I, I always think of in this is is um, Corrie Ten Boom. You know, Corrie Ten Boom was, uh, you know, in the Second World War. She was a Christian. Her her sister, I think it was Betsy, uh, was in concentration camp. There was a nasty, vicious Nazi woman in this concentration camp that basically uh, caused the death of Betsy. And Corrie Ten Boom was bitter towards, you know, to, towards, uh, you know hate, hated the Nazi woman. Mm. And she was at a conference where uh, Corrie was, was speaking, and the Nazi woman had been converted. And she was at the same conference, and they met. And the woman came up to say sorry to her, and say, uh, "Do you remember me?" And and sort of says she remembered her. <laughs> she couldn't get her out of her head, mm. and she pr- she hated this woman because of what she did. And what she did was horrific mm. and hateable. Mm. But she said, "Lord, she's for- you've forgiven her. I need to forgive her," and. I can't, mm. my feeling is hatred towards her, but I can be civil towards her. I will put my hand out and shake her hand as a sister in Christ. And she said, as she did that, yeah. she experienced the feeling of love. Right. And I think that's, that's exactly what you've just said, isn't it? That that's, what, that's
2: how God works, mm. isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's why we as Christians can never, ever use the expression, I fell out of love. Mm. Because it's not the basis, as we've said, for why we uh, are civil or, or loving towards people. We can yeah. never say I fell out of covenant. We no, can't fall out mm. of covenant. No, that's <laughs>
1: right. Yeah,
0: and I mean we're in a we're, we're in a messed up world, aren't we? And relationships do get broken, and people do experience abuse and all kinds of things. And, and none of this is to say that, oh, you know. Um, you, you must seek reconciliation at all costs and you must pretend wrongs haven't happened and all get back together no. there are there are, there are no. times when actually love will mean not reconciling you know in this and, and, the, and the bullies and do that though don't yeah.
1: they mm. the, the, this is where the bullies work isn't it the yeah. bullies work on this this love thing mm. oh if you loved me mm. if you loved god, god you would you would, me, you, yeah. you would just forget yeah. all yeah. my past mm. that's nonsense mm that that's that's not what the bible's teaching at mm. all then the fact is that love is on his foot isn't mm. it so if you loved you wouldn't ask me mm. uh to be present with you mm. because you've so you've so violated mm. your position or whatever mm. yeah
0: yeah yeah so there are these different uh, all kinds of different types of love and i think i, I mean I was, we were just talking beforehand maybe it'd be good to sort of finish on this um we we've talked a bit about how when we come to know this love of God it does transform us and uh you were reading a quote from C.S. Lewis that the screwtape yeah. letters there's a uh, <laughs> you know how well I'll let you talk about it but it's quite a good uh,
1: well the, the great thing about the screwtape letters by Lewis is that he puts the opposite yeah. and
0: and often hearing the opposite just
1: really you know set, settles you in the in the in the positive doesn't he? Mm. so Tape letters is a is a um senior devil writing to a junior devil about how to tempt a christian mm. and and to ruin a christian and in it he's, he's talking about um uh, the sickening overflowing love of god <laughs> so this is the demon yeah, yeah, yeah. and so this is what the demon uh, this is what the senior devil writes one must face the fact that all the talk about his love for men and his service being perfect freedom is not as one would gladly believe, mere propaganda, but an appalling truth. (laughs) He really does, that's his God, he really does want to fill the universe with a lot of loathsome little replicas of himself, (laughs) creatures whose life on its miniature scale will be qualitatively like his own, not because he has absorbed them, but because their wills freely conform to his we want cattle who can finally become food. He wants servants who can finally become sons. We want to suck in. He wants to give out. We are empty and would be filled. He is full
0: and overflows. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and 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 you know, there is such an evangelistic quality about this type of love, isn't there? Um, you know when when he's talking there about filling the creature, filling the world with these miserable creatures. I think you know when Jesus says to his disciples, you know, um, by this all the world will know that you're my disciples, that you love one another. Um, there is going to be something we, you know, as we live out this agape love both in the church and the world we will serve as a window into the sort of god who makes it possible you know and we'll uh, let people know that this is not something that we've managed to generate ourselves but because we've been welcomed into the love of god we can live this way and so we should pray that we would have this you know in order to reach the world you know shouldn't we um
1: and and this is you know i mean uh, on a sort of slightly uh, um different direction in one sense but this this is why church does really need discipline, mm. actually. because It's not a nasty no. discipline. We're not after that sort of horrible, abusive discipline. But if people are not loving, if people are abusing in the church, we can't have them because mm. they're representing Christ, aren't mm. they? So Paul is willing to throw out a man from the Corinthian church mm. because he is saying he loved you know, by having sex with his own um, father's wife. Um, And he's saying, this is appalling. This isn't love. This isn't representing Christ. You have to put him out of the church so that the world can see we take love utterly seriously and we want to represent the love of Christ. So these abusers, these people that have been found out as pastors that Mm -hmm. have done wicked things, they have to be disciplined. They have to be thrown Mm -hmm. out because... They, they, they were claiming to represent the love of Christ, mm, and they, mm, they were selfish mm, men.
0: Mm, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely, because otherwise it just, it's just exactly what we see in the world and in Hollywood and celebrity culture, but worse, because it's using the name of Jesus mm, yeah, and really communicating that Jesus literally makes no difference to us at all. Um, and so in order to, not just for law's sake, but in order to preserve the love of God we need, we need, we need that sort of yeah. thing don't we so, um, well good stuff thanks I mean you know the, the trouble with a topic like this is it, it's you know, it's <laughs> the mean, whole it's, bible isn't yeah it? it's <laughs> the whole bible there's millions of songs and movies and thoughts that we could have but I hope that's been helpful um, you know if, if, if you just feel uh, slightly more thankful and humbled by the love of God for you, then that's that's our job done, I suppose. But um, if you want to um, uh, go on to more resources, you can go onto to our website, cornersdentonchurchkingston.org, our YouTube channel, social media channels. Remember uh, that these A to Zs now have their own podcast channel, uh, which you can subscribe to. And um, next week, I always do this, and then I don't forget the letter. I can't do the alphabet. Or no, no, M comes after L. Um, and so join us. We We do know what it is, but not right now. Um, So, uh, yeah, see you next week.